Welcome to Mr. Damon's Bedtime Cooking Show, where we learn how to cook food in our sleep. Tonight, we're going to learn how to make cow tongue soup while in REM slumber. Oh, oh, wait a second. That's the wrong show. And now that I think about it, sleep cooking sounds ridiculously dangerous. Okay, so, sorry about that. Sorry about that, church kids. Yeah. Uh, well, hey, <laughs> welcome to church kids stories. Every bedtime story needs three things. It needs a hero, a great villain, and danger. And guess what? Our story tonight has all three. And thankfully, minus cow tongue soup. Well, after God chose David to be the next king of Israel, he immediately moved into the palace, right? Uh, no, he didn't. Well, he, he at least became super famous and rich, yeah? No, not that either. After the prophet Samuel told David that God wanted him to become the next king, God then said, but not yet. So David stayed at home, helping his family, sleeping in his room, and taking care of his dad's sheep. While this was happening with David, a neighboring country that hated Israel decided to send its army and attack them. The country was called Philistine, and the Philistines were bullies and sworn enemies of the Israelites. If Israel and Philistine were two kids in school, Philistine was always trying to beat Israel up and steal its lunch money. One day, the Philistine army marched across the border and set up camp on a mountainside. They DM'd Israel's Instagram account with a selfie of the army captioned, Guess who's back? Let's fight, wimps. LOL, angry face emoji. Saul, the Israelite king, sent his army to set up camp on the opposite mountain. So there they were, two armies camped across from each other with a big valley separating them. The stage was set for an epic battle until one morning, the Philistines pulled out their secret weapon. As the Israelite soldiers looked across the valley, they couldn't believe their eyes. Because out from one of the Philistines' tents stepped the tallest, strongest, meanest, scariest monster of a man they had ever seen. He was a giant, and his name was Goliath. Standing almost 10 feet tall, with muscles on top of his muscles, the giant's angry eyes glared across the valley at the Israelites. His huge body was covered in thick armor. On his belt was the biggest sword the Israelites had ever seen. His gigantic, scary hand gripped a huge, deadly spear. From behind his dark, scraggly beard, Goliath smiled an evil grin. He could see the Israelites standing there staring at him with fear in their wide eyes. And this is exactly the effect that he hoped for. In the Israelite army camp, all panic was now breaking loose. The longer the soldiers stared at Goliath, the more afraid they became. That's when things got worse. 
Goliath walked out into the middle of the valley, raised his humongous spear into the air and shouted at the Israelites. Hey, you scaredy cats. Yes, you sniveling, stinky cowards. There isn't a single person in your entire army who can defeat me. In fact, I'm so confident none of you can do it. If someone beats me, our entire army will become your slaves. But if I beat you, <laughs> you're our slaves. And then Goliath laughed the most evil laugh anyone had ever heard. And the sound of it boomed across the valley. Every morning from that day on, Goliath would walk out of his tent, trash talk the Israelites. And every time he did, the Israelite soldiers would run back into their tents and hold their teddy bears and cry out for their mommies. Mommy, save me. Teddy bear, help me. Until one day, David's dad asked him to bring lunch to his brothers who happened to be soldiers in the Israelite army. So David made the trek all the way to the Israelite camp. And when he walked into the middle of the tents, he looked around, but he couldn't figure out where everyone was. The camp was empty. Hello, he called out. Is anyone here? Then David heard, psst, psst. He looked around, but he couldn't see anybody. Psst, David, over here, the voice whispered. David looked around, and then he saw the face of his brother Eliab peeking out from the door doorway of a nearby tent. Get over here. What are you doing? Get out of sight. Don't let him see you, David. And just then, David heard a booming sound echo across the valley like a cannon. But cannons hadn't been invented yet. David looked across the valley and saw Goliath, spear in hand, as the giant trash-talked Israel and God. And as David listened to the monster say terrible things about God and the Israelites, an anger began to rise up inside his small body. Nobody talks that way and gets away with it. Goliath wants someone to fight, huh? Well, guess what? I'm not scared of him. Pretty soon, word reached the Israelite king Saul that someone was willing to stand up to the giant bully in the valley because none of the soldiers were willing to. Saul looked at David and said, Kid, you're way too small and too young. You don't stand a chance against him. He's going to gobble you up and make an art project out of your bones. David didn't care. Well, one time, he told the king, when I was taking care of my dad's sheep, a huge bear tried to attack the flock and I beat it down. Then another time, a mountain lion jumped out from the woods and tried to eat me and the sheep. Well, I smacked him down too. And now I have a mountain lion rug in my room at home. I know God helped me when I needed him before and he is going to help me again now. That's how I know I can beat this giant. 
King Saul shook his head and then said, kid, I hope you're right. David looked at him and winked and said, I am. Turned around and ran down the hill to face the giant. Church kids, how in the world could David be so confident in the middle of such a scary situation? Was it because he was a superhero? No. David was a normal kid, just like you. But unlike the Israelite soldiers who only saw Goliath, David chose to focus on God. Even though he found himself in the middle of a scary situation, David knew Jesus was with him. And when the God who created the universe is on our side, helping us, protecting us, and taking care of us, well, nothing has the power to make us afraid. Is there something or someone who makes you feel scared or insecure? Jesus wants you to see he's with you, just like he was with David. So when that feeling of fear tries to tell us bad things are about to happen and we should run away, we stop and we look to Jesus and we say, I am not scared. Bring it on. Well, tune in to our next Church Kids story to find out what happens when David meets the giant at the bottom of the valley. Have a wonderful night's sleep. And remember, the God who created the stars and the galaxies is right there with you. Sweet dreams, and we can't wait to spend time with you tomorrow. Good night.